welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about quieting your minds and the benefits of that. Well, I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking about quieting your mind, and I'm hopeful that I'll be able to quiet my dog. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, Bix has become very talkative. Uh, he's yeah, usually quiet that, while we're doing this. That's really funny because I was thinking that, like, we hopefully will be able to tell people some things about quieting your mind, and who knows what will happen with quieting your dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't know what's up. He was at the groomer today, so I guess he's feeling feisty or pretty or something. Yeah. Does he have on a kerchief? Barry literally cuts it off the moment he walks in the door. We tell them not to put them on, you know, because we're Uh just going to take it off. But you know, it's he cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thought. talking about quieting your mind would be a good thing these days um, as we as we roll into the holidays um, and you know just this sort of normal high level of stress that so many of us are feeling now that that new normal high level right i mean holidays yeah. are are stress can be stressful in general for people in under ordinary circumstances but boy oh boy uh, this year as we talked about a couple of weeks ago this uh this thanksgiving in uh, december holiday season is tougher than most and then let's just throw a little bit <laughs> of politics and yeah uh, all, all the rest of it on top and i know maybe Maybe because I'm spending so much time alone or alone with my husband and dog, um, I feel like I've got more going on in my mind talking to myself than ever. I guess because I'm not distracted. I'm not in clients' homes. I'm not doing other things that require my mental energy. (laughs) Uh, So I'm definitely interested in quieting my mind. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I feel sort of the same thing. And also maybe because it's not getting like the the things that are on my mind are not getting sort of naturally discharged by chit-chatting with other people Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting you're right yeah yeah (laughs) so I think with quieting your mind the the first thing to talk about is Um, when I say that, I don't mean that you stop thinking about things like that you empty your head of thoughts. It literally is more about making the thoughts more quiet. So you're not paying attention to them. Because, you know, brains are brains and they're designed to have thoughts. (laughs) It would be very sad if they didn't. 
Right. And so, and I think that's a, that's a, something that trips people up a lot when they try meditation, Mm -hmm. that they think that they're, that they're supposed to, you know, stop having thoughts. Right. And it's, and it's, and then they feel they failed because they didn't stop having thoughts. Right. Because brains are brains and they have Mm -hmm. thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the, the first thing, that's the first thing I want to stress is that, you know, it's not about like, clearing your mind in that way it's not about you know trying to not have thoughts it's about not following the thoughts not um sort of latching onto the thoughts and and um perseverating on them i was hoping you were going to say perseverating (laughs) because i love that word and so if you were if if you didn't say it i was going to make sure to say it just so i could put it in the show notes Oh, Oh. I love that word. I mean, it's a good word, right? It's a good word. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. I mean, what we 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 have a tendency sometimes to start thinking about something and just chew away at it. Chew is that what I mean? Yeah. Gnaw, maybe gnaw. Gnaw. Uh, (laughs) uh, And and just go. Sometimes it's not beneficial. Sometimes you it's um, you go down a rabbit hole of places you don't want to go. Yeah. And I noticed that, um, you know, I think a lot of people think about this in terms of negative thoughts or troublesome thoughts or worrisome thoughts. Um, But I sort of do this just like on about nothing. And it's not it's like, it sort of takes a lot of energy and is doesn't give anything back. So when you say you do it with no- thoughts about nothing, can you give me an example? I'm just well, trying I mean, to picture like what you're doing. I mean, like thoughts that don't don't have any um, that don't have any impact. Like they're not negative. They're not. It's not like I'm worried that something bad is going to happen. It's like I'm thinking about. I don't know. I've been um, um, working a lot on my genealogy and figuring out how I'm related to DNA matches and adding that to um, my family tree. And so, you know, I just may randomly start thinking about that. And mm-hmm. like the initial thoughts are sort of useful. Like if there's a, a little mystery that I'm trying to solve, like, you know, where someone might be connected in or how or, you know, what, where they fit into the picture, like a little bit of that is helpful to sort of think about but like thinking about it uh, like sort of thinking about the same thing over and over and over again and just like letting it sort of wander around in my head when there's nothing I can do about it Mm -hmm. is not useful right I spend way too much time thinking about what I'm gonna wear then you know like that day (laughs) And I wear the same thing every day, pretty much. So I don't know why I'm spending time thinking, even thinking about it. But no, um, I hear what you're saying. But that's the same sort of thing. You know, Uh it's like, you just sort of get caught up in these patterns of thinking about things that don't really matter all that much. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's takes energy. Yes, I, I feel like one of the biggest things I get from my daily yoga is you often a quieter mind that mm-hmm. the breathing usually is, I think it's because of the breathing but the breathing and 
the focus on what she is saying is so, and of course, I'm moving my body like she's asking me to, it's just so refreshing. I don't always succeed. Sometimes I'm still thinking about what I'm going to wear, but usually <laughs> um, it's it's really uh, um, very beneficial. So I'm glad I got my weekly plug for yoga with Adrian in. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and that's that really is at the crux of how to quiet your mind is hmm. to turn your attention specifically to something else. And often turning your attention to your body, to your physicality. Um, and the easiest way to do that is breathing, mm-hmm. is sort of the, the simplest way to drop out of your head and into your body and pay attention to your body. And your mind naturally quiets when you do that. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there are a lot of different techniques that you can do to do that. One of the things that I really like and what I teach a lot of my clients is box breathing. Are you familiar mm. with that? No, I don't think so. Oh, tell me, please. Fun. Yeah. Um, so box breathing is four counts of four. And so you inhale to the count of four, hold it for four, exhale to the count of four, hold it for four. Ah, nice. I've heard three parts, I guess a triangle breathing, but not that fourth hold it for four for some reason. Yeah. Or, yeah, second. And so that's a very calming. I just did it while you were describing it. It's a very calming Uh thing. It really is. Yeah. And it and it sort of brings you into the present moment. It brings you like into your body instead of in your head. Um, and it just calms down your nervous system. Right. Nice. Now I'm kind of zenned out. <laughs> oh good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and that's the thing, like you can just do one round of that. It doesn't take long. It's, you know, maybe a minute and, um, and it just can completely change everything for you. And you can do it anywhere. You can do it. Right. Yeah. You can do it while you're driving. You can do it. No one knows you're doing it. Right. Right. And wow. it doesn't sound like, you know, big inhales and exhales or, you know, any, yeah. it's, it just is, it just is easy to do sort of, I don't know, surreptitiously, I guess. Right. It doesn't involve, it's not diaphragmatic breathing where you're inflating your, you know, inflating your belly as you breathe in and and deflating as you breathe out, which could be conspicuous looking. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little instant quiet. Yeah. And the thing that's um, sort of funny about it is a lot of breathing things make me out of breath weirdly or like sort of feel like I'm hyperventilating or um like they don't work for like I can't do them very long because Mm -hmm. they're not I'm not breathing in the way that I naturally need to breathe I guess Mm -hmm. um they're not comfortable to do for very long and this one I, I can do this forever like I never feel like I'm not inhaling or exhaling enough or you know whatever it just feels very comfortable for me to do. That count of four is very gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other day I was doing yoga and 
for the only, I think it's the only time I've watched a video where she had us do this. We were doing alternate nostril breathing. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh-huh. That was not full of ease for me, especially because I had a stuffy nose. But, oh no, um, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of torturous. Sure, there was benefit. There were benefits behind it, but this um, box breathing is excellent. Yeah, it's just, it's just such a nice, gentle little technique. Do you think that? Um, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to ask. Shifting, so I'm thinking about me. Okay, what am I going to wear today? Uh, and then I want to. I would rather think about something more beneficial, or um, you know, something that's going to make my day move forward, rather or mm-hmm. my mood or whatever. Um, is it a? How, what's a, is there a good way for me to like make that shift? Should I have a a list of things to think about? <laughs> what's the? Um, what's that? Transition? You mean in terms of just like shifting? Yeah, how can I get myself to go from these thoughts of um, that aren't helpful or you know doing me any good for me to thoughts that are doing good for me? Uh, well, I think so I know the answer. <laughs> well, take a take a minute to like come into your body, come into the present moment, mm-hmm. and then usually what I do is you know ask myself what's next. Nice. You know, what do I want to do? What's next? What, you know, what needs to happen next? What, you know, where should I turn my attention now? Right. And that's that when I when I was asking the question, and I realized the answer right as soon as I finished asking it, that was what the answer was going to be It's like, yeah, get to that quiet moment that you can get to Mm -hmm. with the box breathing, and then make the shift. And I love that what's next question. Yeah, and it and it lets you um, take your next step from a relaxed, calm place instead of from you know what may have been an an anxious or distracted mm-hmm. or um, you know worried place. Right, that's excellent. Do you, I forget? Have you rewatched The West Wing or watched The West Wing? I have watched it. I haven't watched it in a while. Because that's what, that's what Dr. Doctor, that's what President Bartlett says all the time. That's his thing. What's next? Oh, what's that's he how say? He, he says, what's next? That's how oh. he um, transitions. Uh, basically, I would tell someone to shut up so he can listen to something else. <laughs> but <Yeah>. um, <laughs> the, the West Wing Weekly has what's next t-shirts. Oh, that's awesome. And things like that. But yeah. So I'll, I'll channel my inner Jedediah Bartlett. Yeah. No, Josiah Bartlett, excuse me. Good heavens. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, his nickname was Jed, and therefore I got confused for a moment. Uh, Completely understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think it's worth noting because there's there's a way in which our brains think that worrying is of great value to us. Our It makes our brains think that we're actually doing something productive Mm. (laughs) and that it counts towards taking action Mm -hmm. Um, when usually what it does is it prevents you from taking action (laughs) right it's quite the opposite of taking action usually right right and um and the and the thing like worrying especially if it's you know very anxious worrying um 
like your body responds as if whatever you're worrying about is actually happening. And so, you know, that's why you can have stress hormones and, you know, like feel wound up all the time if you spend a lot of time worrying because your body is acting as if it's in high alert Mm. all the time. Wow. Which explains why worrying is not helpful in so many levels. Yeah. 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 But so the, the paradox of worrying is that if you are in a position where you can be worrying, where you can be thinking about something, you're actually not in danger. Because <laughs> if you're in danger, you would be taking action to avoid it? Right. Like if a car was coming towards you, you would just be jumping out of the way. You wouldn't be worrying about whether or not you should jump out of the way and whether or not you'd be able to do it and whether or not you'd be able to jump far. You would just do it. Right. So worrying is actually a strangely comforting thing if you think about it that way. Well, if you let it be a jumping off point as a reminder that (laughs) you're actually safe. Right. It's not to encourage you to do more worrying. (laughs) Right. But it's just, you know, like once you become aware that you're worrying and remind yourself, oh, this means that I'm actually okay. And that's a good time to ask yourself, you know, what is it I'm worried about? Is there anything I can do about it right now? Yes, do it. If it's no, is there anything I can do about it specifically in the future? Then put that on your calendar. Like make a note of it so that you can do it at that time and you can let it go. Right. Add it to your Trello board. Right. Yeah. (laughs) This is a a, a little flow chart you just described. Oh, we can make a little flow chart. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. We could put it in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, pressure. When are we publishing this? (laughs) (laughs) You've got got a solid 10 days. (laughs) Or eight, anyway. Um, But that's a, uh, if you can't do it, I'm confident I could create that particular flowchart in about a minute, Mm -hmm. Shannon. So if you need me to, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, those are great questions. I mean, it's a, I mean, those are great questions to ask yourself when you're worried. To, so what I just heard you say is you're worried about something. You, take, you, re, you remind yourself that means you're not in danger. Mm-hmm. And then you apply those that yes and no questions and let it go. Yep. That's excellent. Yeah. So then you are actually taking action on the thing that you're thinking about. And, um, you know, that sort of relieves the pressure of it. Right. And allows you to move along. Yeah. Think about something else. Or quiet your mind. Right. Yeah. It feels like a a trick. It's like a, I feel like I've (laughs) seen, I've like the curtain's been pulled. I'm looking behind it and I'm seeing a trick. It's excellent. (laughs) I did not know this was a thing. (laughs) 
yeah well yeah that's one of my tricks yeah um but it does help and and you know and then there are there are lots of ways that you can um practice just letting the thoughts go by in your head like you know i i have different clients that um different images or different metaphors work for them you know for some people thinking like oh they're just you know cars on the road and they're just driving by and sometimes they stop but most of the time they just drive by and you just let them go Um, or I have a client who likes to think about it as like the ebb and flow of the ocean and that it just, it keeps happening all the time. And it, you know, it comes in and goes out, comes in and goes out and you don't need to pay attention to it because it's, because it's just happening. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The image that came to my mind when you were talking was, hmm birds a group of birds like geese or seagulls or something flying overhead and just moving past you yep i don't know and you can like notice them and be like oh Mm -hmm. there's that that. flock of geese Mm -hmm. but i'm not worried they're gonna land on me yeah i have a vague recollection of writing a blog post maybe about thinking about or your thoughts as a parade going by oh <laughs> you know and it's a parade and like you know you may know you may be paying attention to it and you know watching it go by and there are things that you may sort of focus on for a minute but they just keep going by like you don't mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. go with the marching band and stay with the marching band right they walk by certain things attract your attention other things are completely boring yep you might see somebody you know yeah yeah oh that's i like that image and it and it mm -hmm. should be fun i hate parades but yeah it should be i mean most people think it's fun yeah so you know play around with the um with the metaphor you use for the thoughts in your mind with this idea that you know there's always going to be thoughts so you know what image works for you what scenario works for you of allowing them to just go by without you having to pay any attention unless you choose to right yeah cool yeah so um we want to hear from you our listeners uh do you have any tricks to quiet your mind um we'd love to know how these techniques work for you you can share with us in the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com on social media at um, face on Facebook and Instagram we're at getting to good enough and on Twitter we're at GTG enough or you can always leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE that's 4843 um, and let us know what's on your mind uh, but for now This is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you.
parade in my head. And um, I think I came up with this metaphor when I was watching an actual parade and the band was playing Lady Gaga. It was like, I was like, had the Lady Gaga going song going through my head. It was like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, dun, dun. <laughs> and, um, and then I, and then I just like went on about my day. I was like, Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's very vivid, Shannon. Yeah. Yeah.